Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, hope you had a chance to listen to my interview with Dr. Dylan Peckis. He's a physician, researcher, and health optimization expert, and we touched on routines to help you improve your sleep, how to naturally combat sleep apnea, uh, the importance of box breathing, uh, how to create a great sleep environment, and much, much more. So I know we've been talking a lot about this lately, but I really think it's important. I hope you do as well. And we start prioritizing sleep. So if you haven't already, check out my interview with Dr. Dylan Petkus. Now, on today's micro podcast, we're going to move on from sleep for a bit here. We're going to touch on... Uh, a while back, I had uh, uh, Dr. Craig Marker on. We talked about high-intensity repeat training and I know we talk a lot about strength training, and I have some questions that people ask me about, well, you know, as far as cardio, what, what would you recommend? And, you know, a lot of times you hear about um, different forms of cardio, right? Um, zone two has been a big one. I know Dr. Peter Tia has been talking a lot about that over the last year or two, even more. Uh, we hear a lot about sort of this high-intensity training. Um, should you do that? You know, and I think it can be a daunting task, especially as we get older, right? Like when you're younger, doing high intensity training uh, is just, you don't think about it, right? You just do it. You're not worried about injury, uh, you know, and for me, that's a big one, right? Like we, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about sprinting and people are probably thinking, well, sprinting, you know, pull a hammy, right? Well, obviously anything can happen, um, but I'm going to talk about sprinting and, the, and how you can sort of implement it into your routine. Because we always talk about building muscle through resistance training. And I think you can add this into your routine if you haven't already. It's part of the reason why I'm talking about it is because I want to start doing it more, uh, even if it's once every, you know, one or two weeks, but some type of sort of fast twitch muscle um, exercise. It could be jumping rope. It doesn't have to be sprinting, you know, across your lawn <laughs> or in the gym if they have a track. It doesn't have to be that. Um, but what I will say is this. There's a couple of reasons why I think you should implement this. One, it's going to help increase your muscle uh, fibers, your fast twitch muscle fibers. And that can help not only amp up your metabolism, it can also help increase your size and strength while you're doing lifts in the gym. I almost equate it to like people who don't lift legs don't understand that if they start lifting legs, they're actually going to get stronger in their upper body. Um, just from the fact of doing uh, their lower body. And it's sort of the same thing. If you can implement some type of sprinting. Now, one of the things I would recommend is the sprinting could be done on a bike, a row machine, jump roping, um, in the pool. So it doesn't have to be, like I said, on ground with your, you know, now everyone can do it that way if they want to. But like I have a Rogue Echo bike, with, which I really enjoy. That thing just kicks your butt. I mean, literally, I could sprint for 10, 12 seconds break. Now you're probably thinking, how long should you break and all this? And I've talked about this. Dr. Craig Marker has a cool article. I'll, 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 um, leave in the show notes if you want to learn a little bit about that. But, um, I recommend for, for 
um, high intensity workouts, instead of just doing like, you'll see people do like 30 on 30 off. Well, let me tell you, if you're doing 30 second sprints, let's just say on a rogue echo bike, you ain't recovering in 30 seconds. And what you want to do is make sure that every set counts. So what I would say is, is start slow, right? Start slow and say 10 second sprint and then see how long you can recover so that next output, that power output for that next sprint is the same amount. And do that, let's just say start like three to four times. Um, I think max like six times is fine. I mean, you do six sprints uh, on a Rogue Echo bike, let's just say, or on a row machine um, of like, you know, let's just say 10 to 12 seconds, give or take uh, 15 seconds um, and give yourself at least a minute or so uh, as far as the br- when you're breaking or t- you know sort of resting, and then do that, yeah, you'll be you'll be wiped. Um, I can tell you that, especially if you're doing on that re- that echo bike. Um, but you're probably thinking, well, why should I do this? One thing that uh, one of the reasons why sprinting is so effective, other than just a way for you to increase fast twitch mu- muscle fibers, uh, is VO2 max, which is your maximal oxygen uptake. I was doing a little bit of research. It's sort of the gold measure when it comes to cardiovascular fitness. So it indicates how much oxygen your body can utilize during exercise, during intense exercise, and is a key determinant of your aerobic endurance capacity. Now, I've done DEXA scans. I've never done a VO2 max, and I'm going to go back to the same place that I got the DEXA scan, and I'm going to do a VO2 max um, and just see where I'm at because uh, if there's one thing I, I, I maybe slack a little bit on, it's, it's sort of in this sprinting arena. Um, so that is something that you're going to maybe, if you, if you have it in your area, check it out. A higher, a higher VO2 max level means your heart and lungs are in top form. And um, you know, improving VO2 max through print, sprinting can lead to enhanced athletic performance and may contribute to better heart health as well. Um, so... I think it's it's never too late to incorporate some type of sprinting into your fitness regimen. Um, even if you're doing it once every seven to ten days, I would say is a good place to start. Um, you know, these short bursts of maximal effort, um, and then allow yourself to recover. And what I think the problem is with some of these these classes, because there's a gym that I go to right here that they do they do a ton of classes. I don't necessarily participate. Is they do these high intensity workouts, but they're not giving you enough time to recover. And it just creates burnout um, and too much fatigue. And I think more importantly is if you're going to do these sprints, you know, let's say you're doing a short different dis- dis- distance sprint, um, you know, go all out, maximal effort, but then allow yourself to recover enough, a minute or two, to come back and do that sprint just as as fast as you did the one before. The cool thing about using a bike is it shows you your power output, so you can see your power output on that first sprint. And your last sprint, which will be, give you a good idea is, you know, did I recover enough to actually give the same amount of effort on each sprint? Um, like I said, Dr. Craig Marker and I discussed this. I like to actually get him back on the podcast. So I'm going to push for that uh, so we can talk more about this. But again, uh, for all those fitness enthusiasts out there, maybe get your VO2 max uh, tested and then, um, you know, Let's let's start sprinting. Add it into the routine. Maybe incorporate it for four to six months, uh, once every seven to ten days, and you can increase. Maybe do it twice every two weeks, give or take. Um, and your 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 fast twitch muscle fiber, which typically goes down, obviously as we get older, 
you can you can hike that back up and improve reaction times, and this this can definitely help your lifting out and your power output out um, with your resistance training, and then see if you can get that increase your VO two max as well. So this is something I'm going to look into for myself. Probably an area I've been slacking in and focusing just on resistance training when I think um, you know this sprinting can give you a sort of a plethora of health benefits that um, that we're sort of missing out on. So get grab your running shoes, hit the track. Or, you know, go on the row machine or hit the jump rope or jump in the pool or go on the row gecko bike, but give it a try. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, and uh, if you can get your VO2 max tested, uh, I, would, I would highly recommend that as well. So that's all I want to touch on today. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And I look forward to talking to you on Friday with another great interview. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.